Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Golden Africa and welcome if you're new here. I know, I know, it's been dead silent up in here, but we're back, we're back, thank God. And um, I just want to get straight into the podcast today. Now, today we're flying to Kenya. We're going to talk to a serial entrepreneur. His name is Boniface Omina and he has done everything from creating tech solutions to now um creating like businesses around himself his own brand and he will talk to us more about that how to go around that and being able to actually achieve that and without further ado let's get into the episode so hey guys my name is Boniface Boniface Amina I am from the 254 I'm from Kenya I'm 21 years old and I love meeting people and connecting with people and that's what I want to personally do for the rest of my life, whether it's in my professional life or in my personal life as well. And I am super, super passionate about my friends and what they can do for the continent of Africa. So lovely to be here. Thank you for having me, Sarah. Thanks for honoring the invitation. Now, Boniface, I know you and unfortunately, the people listening don't. So I want you to just... Yes, Go your story. I know, I know, I know. Briefly, just like a tiny glimpse of who you are truly and where you've been, what you've done, you know. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's always a difficult question. Let's see if we can hack it out this time. Um, <laughs> so, as I said, um, I'm a young lad from Kenya. I have worked and lived in different parts of the world actually two parts of the world not really too many but um since i cleared high school in 2018 it has been quite an interesting experience up here um doing um, a program in the country and then moving to the united states for a different program so the first program that i did do was in Strathmore university at the business school where we were basically going through the fundamentals of entrepreneurship and setting up a startup for six months and we came out we came to the end of the of the program having developed different startups found ourselves in a pitch competition and with a cash prize of two thousand dollars to be won so fortunate enough we my team and I were able to come out on top, pushing forward a startup centered around student career experience. So we're basically building a Tinder for internships. Um, It's an online matchmaking platform for internships. And that was able to, you know, get us, secure us a certain um, amount of seed fund. I then went on to apply to the Watson Institute. It's an accelerator program in Colorado. And that's where I traveled to and worked um, developed, and developed my startup between August last year, uh, August 2019 to December 2019. So that was a whole um, other experience, super, super fun, you know, very, very valuable to, you know, what we were trying to create here in Kenya and just be, being able to couple that with the networks that, that, you know, we were able to form there and the tools that we were able to gain from the Institute itself. But I did come back to the country in December, got into January 2020, and I resigned as the CEO of the startup. Um, yeah, <laughs> happens. Um, <laughs> uh, so I resigned, I resigned as the CEO, 
um, left the startup to you know my three other co-founders, and then I joined a different startup called Chapter Global. Mm-hmm. Now I was moving from you know a career tech um space to an ed tech space, um emerging tech. So basically, Chapter Global, you know, they it's an ed tech platform where they run open online courses and cohort programs on areas of emerging tech. So basically, you know, taking you know young young professionals and young students through um, data science um, courses and blockchain courses. So I worked in the career um, development space in Chapter Global as well as running strategic partnerships. So that was between January and September at the same time also doing an internship at the mm-hmm. African Leadership University offices in Kenya. So that was now in the customer care and customer experience um, professional space. So yeah, at this point in time in my life, I'm just, I was just jumping, um, you know, from one career space to another, trying out different things, just explaining a bit more of my own abilities and skills. But come to September, I had already finished my internship um, at the ALE offices and, you know, stepped out of my second startup. Um, and yeah, didn't have any titles attached and, made the decision to move out of my parents' house. <laughs> but around the same time that I was moving out, oh, that was that was another, a whole other crazy conversation, trying to convince right. my parents as to why I should move 30 minutes away and start living by myself. Right. Uh, yeah, that was, oh, my father should not be listening to this podcast. I did move out and started doing events, um, taking a bit more time, you know, doing events. So I had, I had, done a couple of events. I did an event in, in the United States when I was there last year. It was a hackathon under Student Vortex. Um, I joined this other um, you know, events volunteer group where we're running um, entrepreneurial events, you know, pitch competitions. But when I came, when it came to September after I had moved out, you know, I started picking up, you know, on the house parties that I used to do, like with my friends back then, you know, when your parents are not around, you get your friends together, you cook, you guys have a good time. So I started doing a bit more of that once I moved out. And I remember we did with, with it, we did this one party here in Kilimani. That's a, that's one of the, the areas here in Nairobi. And we were expecting 30 people to show up, but instead got like over 140 people mm. at my friend's house. Um, yeah, this is the middle of COVID with, you know, cops everywhere and, you know, you got those crazy neighbors who are just mean and call cops on you, but, you know, things did work out. It was was a super good event. Um, I did another rooftop event and another event. So, you know, by the time that, you know, we are recording this podcast, I have been able to, you know, build a bit more traction in the event space. The Mm -hmm. unique thing about all of these different industries that I have, you know, dipped my toes in over the past two years, they've been very much driven by my own personality. So I find myself in these spaces, attracted to these spaces, you know, not having to go for job interviews or apply for this and that. It just has come naturally out of my interactions. So, yeah, that Mm -hmm. has been my two gap years and the different things that I have personally been involved in. There's a lot to unpack here. Where do I start from? First of all, all these different industries that you have dipped your toe into. Second of all, when you're talking about event planning, like I hope people who are listening to this know that you're taking all the necessary precautions. Exactly. (laughs) If the government government is listening to this podcast, 
Yes. I, I do not live in Kenya currently. <laughs> but yeah, we do we do we do take um precautions around um precautions and measures around um COVID nineteen and just making sure all the participants and organizers themselves are mm. um very much safe in the environments that we're in. Right. Now, going back to the whole um, different career path situation, the different yeah. industry situation, you've been in um, career tech, as you put it, ed tech, people management, because yeah. you're the CEO, you were the CEO, um, yeah. doing customer care, um, event planning, and all these other exciting things. Now, I'm sure it's not the first time that you've heard the term generalist. Do you identify as a journalist entrepreneur or are you just vibing? <laughs> um, the vibing is a very important element of it. But um, yeah, I do consider myself um, a generalist and very, very intentional about, you know, what, how I do define, you know, the career spaces that I am stepping into and how that mm -hmm. translates into, you know, the short-term plans that I have and the long-term long-term plans that I have um one thing about mm -hmm. young people that you know we we don't you know something that you know does affect us as we're figuring this out you know is the pressure to to define your 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 identity as a career person so whether it's from you know your teachers in school telling you to you know settle on a on a major in university or you know you, you want to be a doctor you want to be a lawyer and just them demanding that answer from you at this age and at this point in time whether it's from your parents at home as well your family members whether you know you have certain older siblings who you know have you know, were growing up in a different time where it was very easy to step into different career spaces as opposed to you know 2020 2021 when the, the career space is very volatile so Yes, I do consider myself a journalist and I also understand mm -hmm. what that means and what that can be, you know, misinterpreted right. as and just how important mm -hmm. that one, you know, and defining that for yourself is. Right. I mean, generally speaking, um, actually, just going back to the basics, uh, yeah. there are two types of entrepreneurs, as I would put it. There is like a specialist entrepreneur and then there is a generalist entrepreneur, right? So... A specialist entrepreneur is basically an entrepreneur that seems to have mastered like the one particular skill in one particular trade versus a generalist who is more of an entrepreneur who has fair knowledge in different trades, you know, but not necessarily yeah. an expert in, in any, right? So we have like to give just a little bit of perspective, um, let's say a specialist entrepreneur, um, Let's just say an entrepreneur who has a business in education, one that provides books to different schools, another one that provides um, financial education, um, let's say online, another one that um, provides coaching conversations, group coaching courses and all that. Yeah. This yeah. is all in one type of field, you know, education. And then we have a different entrepreneur, you, who is doing event planning, who is um, in the space of tech, who is in the space of networking as well, who is in the space of, say, fashion and all these other things, you know? Yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily go back to that of um, uh, saying a jack of all trades and a master of none, master something. Of none. Yeah. <laughs> but like a journalist is more so like you've mastered a few of them. 
not necessarily you haven't mastered you haven't mastered any of them. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense actually. Okay, uh, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, I... you're on the right track. <laughs> right. Okay, so um, I hope the listeners have some little bit more understanding of what we are talking about now. Um, Honestly speaking, like, what is the reason as to why you're not necessarily sticking to one career path, like the traditional career path? What is the reason to that? Uh, wonderful question. Um, I think my, my dad might have told you to ask me that question. He, he's been very curious <laughs> about that uh, as well. But um, one thing about, you know, leading, you know, in answering your question, back to what I spoke about, you know, my own identity, um, you know, aside from, you know, put the, put the titles aside, labels aside, startups, what, what all aside, you know, who, when it comes down to who is born for Samina, I feel like I'm a very curious person, naturally curious. Mm. And, mm. you know, that also feeds into, you know, my personality as an extrovert, my temperament as a, as a sanguine, um, you know, how, how like what I hold close to me in terms of you know the value that I see in the skills and abilities and in my interactions with people. So my curiosity for you know the simple things of oh who's that over there? Oh what 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 type of shoes is that person wearing is the same thing that's translated in oh you know there's a problem that I see you know in this specific community. How can I go about a solution for that? Um, I see these people doing this um, in this type of way. You know, this service is being offered. You know, this product product is being offered. You know, how can we improve on that? How can you know we be a bit more different in our value offering? So, you know, the as I said, like it's very multi level. You know, the the things that I do step into, the the time and investment that I make in all of these different career spaces you can term it that way yeah. banks from the curiosity and also the personality that I throw into into all of these different things mm. so one thing about you know the cats across the board and everything that I you know I have stepped into you mentioned fashion and from a previous conversation that you and I had of you know, the bow ties that my friends and I were making last year mm-hmm. every single thing that I have stepped into I have fun doing it right so yes there's the element of the value offering that I'm giving you know the impact but I'm also having fun in all of these things. You can't be an event organizer or a planner or MC if you're not, you know, out there, you know, with that energy, with yeah. those smiles all over the place. Uh-huh. Um, but it is also because in this day and age, the career space is very volatile and unconventional. Uh-huh. You know, two decades ago, you know, someone couldn't define themselves as a YouTuber. Uh-huh. But what do you do? I'm a YouTuber. Uh-huh. Um and like, even if you bring up such questions to some of our, you know, very traditional African parents, mm-hmm. you know, that would make sense to them until they're able to see you putting food on the table, you know, you pulling up in that car, you being able to pay bills, you being able to pay tuition and stuff like that. So if, if there's no monetary translation of, you know, the career space that you're, you're stepping into, it doesn't make any sense to them. Mm-hmm. So you'll find, you know, they're more geared towards, they're more result oriented rather than process oriented right so you know that also clarity that i personally have had Mm -hmm. over the past years of you know how the career space is changing how the world in itself generally is evolving it you know it it is only right that we diversify 
just our skill set and being able to be a bit more agile um, in you know, how how we position ourselves for mm-hmm. you know our short term career goals and long term career goals. Mm-hmm. Wow, I feel like it takes a lot of self awareness to be able to venture into that, as well as True. determination to be able to like not necessarily fight with your parents, but kind of um, fight with their oh. ideas. If that makes sense. The, like the funny thing is, um, I mean. You talk about self-awareness. You know, we can't, we can't not also, like, look at you know the different people's opinions who we value. You know, that I dare say too much in our lives. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so for example, um, before I moved out, um, the month before I moved out, I got dreadlocks, and oh, that was We're I've trying. never had a bigger, I had a bigger fight in that household than on that day. <laughs> And it was because this was like so, so a clash of various generational perspectives. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm 21 years old, last born of five. My dad is 60. My mom is 58. Mm. And so, yeah, you can already see how yeah. that picture is, is, is coming together. Yeah. Um, and it was very difficult for me to, to have them understand that I do respect their opinion, but don't have to follow suit i don't have to you get what i mean so an opinion is an opinion Mm -hmm. and there's certain lines that you know we do need to draw and of course putting that forward to you know parents very respectfully and it's the same thing that you know a lot of young people um you know young entrepreneurs young people trying to figure out you know themselves Mm -hmm. you know their own personal journeys especially Mm -hmm. you know in our generation we clash with our parents because of you know the generational differences and you know how what they agree with what they don't agree with and then we also hold you know people in our lives that we, we hold their opinions at a high regard as well and mm-hmm. not just falling back on that self-awareness of you know not falling victim to the peer pressure that's around the social pressure that's on social media and all of these different things mm-hmm. so it's just a whole mix of various opinions and how different people the way that everyone puts on it yeah i was just about to say that the whole um peer pressure thing i mean when you talk about you doing um event planning um something else you didn't talk about is like public speaking and then all these other things and then moving out like a lot of young people um venture into these things by like peer pressure out of straight up peer pressure and they're not necessarily good at public speaking they're not good at um, managing people to be able to curate events that pay up and um you know build our effect you know um that and then when it comes to like the parents situation i mean yes we they have a lot of valuable um um ideas valuable filling us right but then there's this thing that sometimes our parents are trying to raise us for a for for, for a life that doesn't exist anymore, mm. you know, a world that doesn't exist anymore. Um, I think that when it comes specifically to the question of parents and you know how they're approaching you know raising the millennials and Generation Zs, whichever yeah. letter they're using now, um, <laughs> I feel like their their fear of seeing us fail. Mm is what's making them hold back Mm. 
um, just to just rephrase it, you know, the fear that our parents have of seeing us fail is what's hindering their the most effective approach of raising young people these days, because they'll tell you, oh, don't move out when you haven't figured this out. Oh, don't go into, you know, those new career spaces. We don't know what can happen. Um, just mm. go, go do law, you know, go, go do business, go, go do yeah, medicine, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's a, there's a security in that, but, you know, more often than not, you find that, you know, those the parents aren't as knowledgeable of how the career space is changing as we are as students and young people, you know, interacting, you know, in these social spaces every single day. So I feel like that, that, that could also be a factor. Right. Anyway, enough about parents. My dad is definitely yeah. listening to this and he is oh, going to have to work out. <laughs> and um, guys, don't try this at home. Boniface is taking his own risks. <laughs> you don't have to do <laughs> the um, victim to this peer pressure on this podcast over here. <laughs> you will suffer the consequences in your own household. We'll be in our countries. <laughs> this insightful conversation there's something that you talked about um briefly to, um, right at the beginning you talked about creating a brand and business model around yourself and how this is kind of like a venture you're going into right now and um you're shedding a little bit more light on this like how does one go about it what are the benefits of doing it um and also obviously the pro tips of doing that particularly within Africa? Oh, that's a hard question. That's an essay question. <laughs> Harvard, Harvard should be listening to this because... Oh, but um, that's a wonderful question and I feel like it's a good wrap-up of all this because when, when people um, are looking at the lives of either various speakers, podcast guests, um, the people who we look up to as role models, people who have been successful, whether it's the politicians, whether it's you know, the artists, or the Nobel Peace Prize winners. When we, when we look at their lives, it's very easy to dehumanize these people. Um, mm. And you really understand this once you, you, know, you go on Netflix and you're watching you know, various um, documentaries or people's lives, whether it's Kevin Hart, um, whether it's, you know, Travis Scott, the artist, whether it's Barack Obama, you know, when you sit down and you're reading their books um, and just getting a bit more insight into their personal lives, it helps you understand just where the beginning of their brand was, came from. And a lot of this thing, like a lot of the things that, you know, we do read about and listen to and, and watch, one thing that is brought out in all of these, you know, different articles, movies and shows is just how much it was important for them to, you talked about self-awareness and being able to, you know, define their own identity at a very young age. So just to pick a few examples, when Trevor Noah talks about how, you know, he was, he was being raised by his mom in South Africa, when Kevin Hart talks about how he was being raised by his mom, when Barack Obama mm-hmm. is talking about, you know, his early, his early um, entry into politics when, you know, his wife, Michelle, was against some of his decisions and stuff like that. 
you always see how every single one of these successful people falls back to their own identity of mm-hmm. yes you know there were different opinions floating around but you know i called myself to a meeting sat down and made that decision um and that's mm-hmm. that's been a very important highlight of how i've decided to i decided to structure my my two gap years you know from 2019 to 2020 just being able to understand what what does this mean for me come next year mm-hmm. what does this mean what will this do for me in the next mm-hmm. 2 3 5 8 10 years and mm-hmm. one thing that you know you'd also very, notice very much that it's not very much dependent to it don't depend too much on your family mm-hmm. most of the people who you know as a young entrepreneur from my experience most of the people who do end up supporting our ventures supporting our initiatives you know showing up for our events showing up for our pitch competitions listening to our podcasts you know watching our youtube shows buying our products on our on our instagram shops and everything are our friends so it's also important to understand what type of and this is one of the most cliche conversations ever but you know what friends do you keep around you um right and you know what does that do for you and mhm how do you in, in, like also shifting perspectives to you know how are you being a good friend to your other friends who are figuring their things out and putting themselves in these spaces you know sharing that re- reposting that tweet reposting that instagram post um you know it doesn't it doesn't you know hurt or you know it doesn't cost you anything so you know the biggest the fundamental things that i've seen in you know when i set up to you know build build all of these things around my own brand as a person as Boniface Amina is that you know my personal awareness and my identity and my mental fortitude has been very key the faith that i have in myself um the faith that i have you know in in my god to carry me through all of this and also being able to understand the people who i keep around me you know whether it's your friends who are younger than me friends who are in the same age group you know friends who are much older people who have met in my networking one fundamental aspect is the mentors who have who have kept in my life what messages have they been you know putting forward and everything so you know these are the just the various key tenants that have brought all of this out and helped build on my clarity so i am still trying to figure these things out um nothing i'm not done and dusted it's just getting started but you know i'm confident in the fact that you know i can i can look back at the decisions i've made in the past 2 years and have zero regrets because they were well informed decisions and they were personal decisions and consequences good or bad at the end of the day i can go to bed and not lose any sleep over it right that's incredible i mean um talking about the whole thing of building um like a business around yourself um there's something um that came to mind you know yeah. like people might be able to copy your business idea mm-hmm. but they're not going to copy like how you think how you work how you dress how you present yourself There you know we go. at the end of the day that should just be on model a t-shirt that that should be on a t-shirt yeah <laughs> right um thank you so much for the very 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 insightful conversation for i'm sure. sure everyone has learned from it and 
definitely there's going to be a part two of this. Oh, we got talking keep about going. personal brands. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Let's see. Maybe like next year, somewhere in the middle of next year, yeah. to see where Bonif has gone, what has happened oh, of him, and I like that what this whole idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're holding you. I can't you better put on this continent now. <laughs> yes, that okay. sounds amazing. Uh, I'd be totally up for it. Great. Um, thank you so much for giving us your time, your knowledge, and your invaluable Sweet. experience. Sweet. Thanks for having me. Interesting, right? I know, I know. I'm super grateful that we finally got around to collaborating on an episode together. And that is more for me, but also for you. Because, wow, this guy has a lot of information. He has learned a lot in his short years on Earth that so many people haven't got around to. And that's because of his um, experimental nature. That's why I keep calling him a serial entrepreneur. He does a lot. He tries out everything. He has gone out of his way to actually realize his dreams, to realize, um, to reach his purpose on earth, you know? And I think that's my main takeaway from this and something that I want to pass on to you. Um, even if you wouldn't want to necessarily push as many boundaries as Boniface has done, still try to find a way to, to go after your dreams you know whether it's you working extra hours a day to work on your business alone or it's you you know it it can be anything you know just fit it to yourself fit it to your life go after your dreams no matter what whatever is holding you back is just holding you back if it's a relationship if it's a friendship if it's uh, like a job find loopholes if you can't find loopholes drop the damn thing and go after your dreams yes you can tell whoever that yeah that's my two cents on this and whatever you do stay gold and go get it